Drums, please. I hope his ass don't bleed that rumor. I heard he was a snake. I wish I found out sooner. He left his killers, but I stayed in groom. But I hope he don't listen to that rumor. I turned him to a killer. Oh, oh. Turned him to a killer. Oh, oh. Turned him to a killer. Oh, oh. Turned him to a killer, oh, oh I gave you all I had and you just did me wrong I can't fuck with these hoes, they on me like my song You know we keep the Henny in the styrofoam It free my nigga trail, I swear he vomit home Locked up inside the cage, but it won't be for long These niggas talking shit ain't put they people on What it is, what it do, what's poppin' It's your boy Marquis Q back in the building What's good with you? It's your boy Ray Rashawn. And it's your boy Easy E. Welcome back. Welcome back. What we got on the plate today? We got a little got a little something for the people. Um, as you know, we do these regular broken records as an appreciation for our love of the music. You know, a lot of people feel like we step away from it, but we never do. It's in us. It's in us. Never left us. Were you, were you saying Eric it's on you? It's in you, not on you. Hey, it's not on you, it's in you. <laughs> Definitely not you just gotta know that shit. <laughs> fast, fast, Sean, Sean. Well, uh, what's been in like your daily rotation of music? You know, we uh, do I want do I want to tell the people? I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody already know, but like we we had something major that um that we dropped not too long ago, ain't it? Well, we should speak on that shit again. That shit was pretty epic. <laughs> you talking about you talking about the playlist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You know, no people can read between lines and know what I'm talking about. Yeah, what I sure, Sean, uh, I think it really originated with Sean, cause Sean was the one that had the idea for this. Sean, what was your what was your thought process behind making that masterpiece? I'm going claiming six. Jeez, right not masterpiece, bro. We, if you think, bro, if we if it get to it, we might have to do a, a little a little broken record uh segment on on, on the playlist. But <laughs> but nah, I don't know. I feel like if we don't put our like if we don't like support ourselves, then we ain't gonna never get to where we want to be. Mm-hmm. Like we got people that's like around, like people. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. soccer, not that big. So in some some way, some form, somebody like know somebody some way or something right. like that. So I don't know. I just think it's just like supporting us, supporting like where you from. That's really, that's really all it is. The playlist thing just kind of just it, ha- it kind of just happened because I mean, of course, like you and Eric know, like it's mm-hmm. a bigger playlist, but this was just like just a, a basically just a piece of it. Right, right. And you know, like, we were making playlists before this, but, like, the South Carolina artist playlist, like, bro, that's different. Like, like nobody else has that. No. Like, nobody really knows what South Carolina music is. Like, bro, we just served it on a plate, so a little decoration. Should put us on Food Network for the way we served that up. Sheesh. <laughs> bro, no, nah, but I, I, I mean, I really haven't, like, asked a whole bunch of people how they felt about it, but I don't know. I felt like, I felt like it was solid, and I felt like how, uh, we was able to connect the Kevin Garnett piece to it. Also, I just felt like it just, I don't know. I just felt like it was fine, like how it all came together. Facts, facts. Yeah, I know when we, uh, when we did the we were guests on the uh, Patchwork Feminist podcast with Kayla, and um, I think one of the questions we asked her near the end was, um, like, what's your favorite South Carolina artist, along with some other questions? And she said, I don't really listen to South Carolina artists like that. No disrespect to her, but, you know, right. that, that, that led me to think, like, dang, like, there's really people out in South Carolina that don't listen to South Carolina artists. Like that sounds weird, doesn't it? Like or don't even know who they are. Yeah. You don't got a name. Like you listen to someone all the way out in California, but you don't know nobody in your own state. Your backyard? Yeah. Come on. 
Bro, so, it's really just because they just they just not as big. But only only thing artists need, bro, is a backing. If they got like a following that's gonna support them when they drop music, regardless, that's really that's really all that matter. The labels gonna pay attention to the people. They right. gonna pay attention to them no matter what, cause the people got the money. You know they want that. Need it. That's what made the world move. Definitely, you know, the people that haven't listened to it yet, it's <clears> definitely <throat> on um, Instagram. It's on the Twitter also. It's on Linktree. Uh, there's like a big header, like arrow pointing down into it. So don't say you ain't seen it because we put all the attention towards it. So um, if you haven't already, go check out the South Carolina Volume 1 playlist. Um, a lot more to come. Uh, it's got a little bit of everything. It has some 18 V note, got some G Watts, um, some records produced by Jetson Maid. Uh, yeah, so if you haven't got it yet, go get it because it's not going to, it's always going to be up there. But, you know, there's a lot more things coming. So don't don't get left behind. That's what I'm trying to say. I was getting it. Definitely, for sure. We also have to give a shout out to uh, Easy E over here. He was uh, one of the lead people under, uh, under the production of um, the video, ain't it? <laughs> hey, it's the Alex Bro, what made you? I, I want to know this too. Like, what made you choose like the Kevin Garnett like idea? Yeah, I, that was hard. Yeah, I can't remember if it was you or Sean that suggested Kevin Garnett, but I think Sean may have like put him on the cover art. But you were the one that actually put him in the video to promote it. So Bro, I just remember like what's something like you think about in South Carolina. And I know everywhere I went to go get my hair cut, it was a slam magazine there. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was just like, bruh, who from South Carolina? Okay. Ray Allen, Kevin okay, Kevin Garnett, boom. So I just started looking. And then I started looking at it. I was like, Okay, let me look at his draft day. Like if he's from South Carolina, I could probably talk and like it, like maybe we can find a connection. And then it just started flowing. Like I just started thinking about the music, like for those that don't know, I put NFL by G. Watts as the um, the audio behind that old video. Mm-hmm. And it just tells a story. It just I feel like for all South Carolina artists, they're always grinding. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody's going to give them that recognition unless it start from home. Right, right. And I feel like Kevin Garnett was always that type of person to remember where he came from. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just really gets – I just told told two different stories, but it's the same message either way. So. Bro, perfectly crafted. I, I couldn't – Bro, it's really the same story, to be honest. Yeah. The same story. It's really the same story. Yeah, definitely go get that if you haven't got it yet. Put a lot of work behind it. More to come. But off of that, uh, y'all boys ready to talk about this uh, album that we got coming up? We're going to talk about the Broken Records? Hey, we don't put it off long enough. <laughs> they going to put it off long enough. We're not giving hey, y'all... time to tap back in. Time to tap back in. We're not going to give y'all another pack. I know we gave y'all the Kendra pack and the J. Cole pack. I think we did, you know, it's a little music in between, but we're not here for another pack. This time around, we're going to talk about an album that we should have recognized a good minute ago, but, you know, everything else was dropping, you know, people was busy making moves, so we, you know, weren't, we didn't give it attention, we, it should have deserved through the podcast, we definitely tapped into it. Talk about none other than Lil Dirt, Dirkio, The Voice, um, and his latest album called The Voice. Man. Yes, uh, The Voice to the Streets. Jeez. Can we just touch on Mr. something? Mr. OTF. Uh, I feel like Dirk always got these like cool names like OTF. Like who would have thought about that? The yeah. voice. Like what do you name Lil Baby? Bro, I don't know what he named Lil Baby. Bro, I know he named somebody. The I think he named him the Hero or something like that. Yeah, he's the hero. <laughs> bro, he named like Forty Two Doug the Savior or something. <laughs> I was like, bro, all right now, Dirk. Start giving out these names. I think he's at an amusement park, and you know how like you get on the ride. He was like, hey, either way or something like that, bro. I was just like, come on, like, bro. I'm not gonna lie, like, little Dirk really kind of solidified like in the industry, bro. Like as far as like rappers, that's like been around for like a little minute, it's been consistent, and it's like probably getting recognition now. Little Dirk's I already told Eric about this, but we're gonna get into it in the podcast, but. I really, bro, Lil Dirt really has been proving himself as of lately. Like, 2020 was low-key 
maybe baby's year like initially because you know he dropped my turn like up in march mm-hmm. but i think a little dirt ended off the year but like probably like one of the best rappers to come like end off of you yeah i uh i think it's no question about that and key yeah when whenever we do tap into it about the old chicago thing like dirk is bigger than his city like everybody knows dirk right what was like his songs are like almost like tiktok worthy now you know what i'm saying it's just mm-hmm. like everybody's saying it so he definitely came on strong for sure what up what yeah up? I, bro i would say that dirt like well just to pick it back off what q was saying like i i honestly feel like 2020 was definitely baby's year like we just gonna have to just you know what i'm saying especially when he when he dropped the joint where uh during the protest and all that that just Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that everybody was like, all right, baby, you, big, you got it for this year. But I do feel like Dirt, he he was definitely there 2020 also. Like, yeah. and if you think he was going to um drop the voice before, but remember the passing of Vaughn came, so that like pushed the things a little bit further back. But it was, it, I was still actually surprised that we actually got the album before, like we got it so soon. Like we got the album like what, maybe like six weeks, seven weeks after Vaughn died. Like that was like, that was like a little sooner than I thought we was going to. I thought Dirt was just gonna like drop off the face of the earth for a little minute, but and then on top of that, we gonna get into this, but he he doubled it up with the deluxe like four weeks after he dropped the the record the record right. joint. Right. So I mean, I don't know. I felt like this album was it was important to him to finish, and I feel like it delivered. And I mean, that's really it. Like we all know what we gonna get from Dirt. Of course, over the years, we've heard different sounds of dirt, but this dirt right here is at another level. And on top of that, what what he uh, just what was the project he dropped just before that? Uh, just because y'all waited, too. That was an intense project. And, yeah, uh, that was fine. And he followed up, like, r- kind of quickly right off of that, too. Mm-hmm. And for it to still be this heat and, like, for it to be kind of concise, that kind of has its own vibe to it. I know, Q, you were saying earlier, um, some people call it depressing or something like yeah. that. But it takes take a certain type of artist and a certain type of skill to get into that zone to mm-hmm. really kind of get those messages across so i honestly like because i waited too more than i like the voice but when the voice came like all my attention went from you know his previous album that dropped i think that dropped in may yeah so the voice but just like get into it like the voice like that's a that's a strong like way to start an album like bro like, i don't know anybody that bro if you put the word the in front of anything you're pretty much sending a person like this is it like this is all you gonna like be focused on. So what do y'all think the word like? What do y'all think the phrase "the voice" means? A little darker. Like, what do you think he's trying to say when he say he's the voice? I think, bro. To be honest, I think Dirt just started off and just calling himself that at first, and then I think that it stuck, and then he was just like, "All right, I'm just about to keep going with this." And but but to be honest though, who can we say isn't the voice besides Dirt? Right. Like Dirt, if we being realistic, Dirt has been a rapper for about what? 10, 11 years now? I was talking to Eric about this, bro. <laughs> he said he's been in the rap industry for 10 years, but when I was, like, you know, moving his discography, his first mixtape was, like, back in 2015, if I'm not mistaken. But he had music before that, though. That was just, like... But you gotta think, before that, like, all the Apple Music and Spotify probably don't be having all the... some of the tapes on it that, that was on, like, that pill for Spinnerilla and stuff like that sometimes, so... Right. He had a lot of other music before that. Getting back to like about the voice and stuff like that, on the switched up the little outro, he's like, when I be saying I'm the voice, I don't be trying to like run niggas or tell them what to do or nothing like that. I just feel like the streets listen to me, and I'm saying that shit different, you know. And so I feel like maybe he do got a little stay in the game. He started in 2015, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So 
I do agree with Sean. I feel like this is some shit he started saying and then started picking up some weight. Right. This discography was kind of matching the message that he's trying to bring, agro- bring across. 100%. Bruh, when I think about... I was, okay, we're we going to go get into what I was talking to Eric about earlier. When Eric first pulled up, I was like, bruh, like, when you think of like, Chicago like rappers, like behind Kanye, Dirt might be the best thing out of Chicago since Kanye. Sean, how, what do you feel about that statement? Uh, I'm not bad at that. To be honest, I mean, being completely honest with you though, Chicago is talented. Like, if we're being real, like past all the, like the the street shit, like it's it's like they talented. They like they they got something to say and people actually listen to them. You know what I'm saying? Like if you can if you can do a show in Chicago, you probably can do a show anywhere. That's just a fact. If you go to Chicago and they fuck with your music, that's just what it is. But I don't know, bro. The thing about all the other Chicago rappers, like well, out of other rappers out of Chicago, they got Chief Keef. But Chief Keef's discography is not, you know, intense like, like Eric was saying earlier. Like, he's got kind of like a cult base, so like he knows like what he did. So like he's always gonna be like, oh, whatever we know out of Chicago. But famous Dex from Chicago, who? Famous Dex. You said who from Chicago? Famous Dex. Bro, chill out, chill out. Hey, he from Chicago though. I'm just asking. You think you think Famous Dex is in the rank of the best rappers out of Chicago? No, absolutely not. I was just asking a question, though. <laughs> but nah, but but what I was saying though, I feel like Chicago is a it's a very talented like it's a talented city, but surrounding areas too. Like it's like some people that came out of out of Chicago, but yeah. right now it would have to be Dirt. Like he's just the next biggest thing. You know what I'm saying? Other than I, other than dirt, who else we name? I mean, we got, of course, Juice World. I mean, he was right. epic. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that, that's just. What about uh, Polo G? He's not. We got Polo too. Like Polo, to be being completely honest, Polo, Polo is one of my favorite rappers from Chicago right now. Right. That's just, that's just how I feel. But I mean, it's a. I've been bumping. I've been bumping a lot of dirt. Like, especially this last album, the one we talking about, the voice. I've been bumping this like crazy. So. Definitely. To what you're saying. Yeah, I think we we'll have to go to Dirk right now. Ain't nobody else I can really name. Of course, you got Herbo, you got Juice, like I said, but you know what I'm saying. Other than that, the late Bond, but other than that, who's who really making a whole bunch of noise in Chicago right now? Well, um, the only reason I threw out Polo G, I just feel like <clears throat> Dirk had an undeniable year, and like his right. his music showed it and stuff like that. But I feel like Polo G and his potential, like he could really pass Dirk if Dirk doesn't kind of keep it up, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I don't think he can, but, mm-hmm. like, he's got to still bring this type of energy to to it. And I just know Polo G is just naturally going to do that for me, so. So you don't, you don't think Dirk was naturally going to do that for you? Like, he's naturally going to not be popping? No, I just feel like his might phase out while Polo G's is on the rise. Sheesh. But, you know, I don't want to take that away from this project or anything like that. This is still solid. Hey, this Dirkio now. Come on now. Yeah. I'm just talking about the future anyways. Let's talk about the present. This, this project. <laughs> I know I listened to it the first time it dropped, and I really, it really had to grow on me for a minute. Um, I think this album dropped like what, like Sean said, like six weeks after Vaughn passed. So like, I feel like a lot of my attention was on that, like getting like caught up on like you know Vaughn's music or whatnot. But I feel like this album, like, it it had to grow on me. I'm not gonna lie. But when he dropped Lux, I feel like that's when my attention re like got back into it after you know listening to the Lux. So there's like a couple songs that are my favorite. Let me let me go and tap back in, or you know, whatever <clears> down is my favorite song. Uh, intro. I like the I like the intro for the deluxe more. Than I like the intro for um the 
the regular album, like Red Man. Red Man was a good song. Red Man like, Sly. But yeah, Red Man Sly. Intro, intro, intro. I don't know. I probably would have to say Red Man better than the intro. But I feel like both of them, both of them were perfect intros, though. I feel that. He definitely came into the song like already hitting on what people was talking about. I feel like when Vaughn passed, like everybody was waiting on what Dirk gonna say on the album. Like you know, I think Dirk actually like had an original drop date for it, but then Vaughn passed. I think he said he had to work on it some more or something like that. He said it's not done, so I feel like he went to go. He went ahead and like got out of the way when he said, "I ain't get a chance to tell you I love you, but I'm getting. I'm telling you I love you now." Like bro, like he answered. He he's really like you know. I feel like he couldn't make this album without talking about the Vaughn situation. Even the cover art got him and Vaughn. Lisa. Is that standing over your body? I got your, uh, got my tears together. Promise, I got your kids forever. I said, sheesh. I mean, dirt was hurting. But this, um, just going into the other songs I like, uh, switched up. I like switched up. Misunderstood, refugee, free Jamel. Bro, I would never think that YMW, um, Melly and Dirt could like get on the song. But that song, that song was low key like, like melody, like a, a good smooth ass. I knew song. that shit was gonna be hard because both of them was on it. Facts. Yeah, that's pretty much mine. Then coming clean. I like the India part three too. India part three. I like how he like continues on that like that series in India. I fuck with that. Hold on. Here, what's your what's your top song? Uh let's see. Well, you name switched up, so um, I thought that was that's when I knew, okay. I'm I'm locked in now. But um aside from those, I like movement, um, kind of crazy, coming clean, um, you know, death ain't easy. But uh it's the guy's special thing for still trapping. It just is a good still song. Yeah. Like nice hearing him and Vine on the hook as always. Mm-hmm. My theory is that they could have been bigger than a uh, Rich Homie Quan and a uh, Young Thug. But I guess it, it's a theory. Never be nothing more. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's funny. But yeah, I like um I like still trap. I think still trapping is like the leading single off the album. That or um got be. yeah I think it is and um maybe uh the voice yeah actually self title song. Sean, what's your uh, what's your top songs off the album? Uh, just going off the top of my head, I probably I gotta go with Red Man, Let Him Know, Kanye Crazy, of course. Uh, Still Trapping, I always can name Still Trapping. Stay Down, I feel like Stay Down is a, a probably a, a Young Thug song. Definitely, I feel like that. I feel like that's a little underrated song on off the album. I feel like it was pretty good. Uh, an intro, like you said. I felt like this album was, I felt like it was complete. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like he said, he, he said more than I thought he was going to say, to be honest. I wasn't expecting this yeah. album to have, like, a deluxe, to to be honest. Especially after Bond died. I was like, okay, maybe we're just going to get, like, a little 15-piece and keep it moving. But, he, I mean, he gave us, what, almost 30 songs? Wait, yeah. that's, that's pretty solid, you know what I'm saying? With deluxe, like, like, an hour or 12 minutes. Facts. Like, this is this a it's a pretty it's a complete body of work to be completely honest. Like he named it the voice, he delivered, he got everything you need on this album to be like you gonna get dirt. Like if you don't like Lil Dirt, like you never listen to him, you probably I don't know you might not like this to be honest. But I mean I just feel I don't know. What y'all how y'all boys feel about that? I feel like I feel like I can definitely agree. It's a, it's definitely a unique sound. Um, it's actually a very interesting sound because I, was, I mentioned the Q earlier. And um, I feel like I, I was I worried around something about ceilings, but I don't know. I just feel like what I can see out of Dirk is like future at his, like when he was at his prime. I feel like I saw Dirk talk about I'm hurt, and then he talk about how women hurt him, and the subject matter it just kind of seemed like 
he could really take off how Future was the, those couple of years. I think the album where he dropped the self-titled mm-hmm. and the um the other one Hendrix. Hendrix. Yeah, I think Dirk could reach up, could be on that level and be there consistently. Yeah. So, and I thought like that's pretty high. I definitely agree. What I was gonna say is that, but he's just. I feel like now getting like a Dirk feature is like. Like if you get a dirt feature on your song, like it's gonna blow up. Like what Polar happened to Pooh Pol- yep, no um, Pooh Shiesty. Like, bro. So I feel like dirt. I think we talked about this when um your LB was on a podcast for um what Penny uh yeah. mark my words, mark my words. Where when he said that low key, like if you get like a dirt feature like now, like your song probably gonna blow up like for real, for real. That's so. tough. Hands down, he got he got that sound now that everybody's gonna have to get a feature for him because you're not gonna be able to get that sound nowhere else. Right. But from dirt. So you just gonna either pay that ticket or keep it pushing. I like you know it's a ticket. You know it's gonna be a ticket. You know you can't he don't do nothing free, ain't nothing free nowadays. <laughs> at the point he at right now too, definitely not gonna be free. I was reading an article earlier. A lot of people are describing I was telling Eric this earlier too. I'm gonna say what I'm here. I feel like we give Dirk enough credit for being able to do both. Like he can rap and he can sing. Like it might not be like no like no Michael Jackson, Chris Brown saying, but like he can get on like a like a track and make it like a trap melody. Like, same shit like Roddy, you know, Rich be doing Definitely. and Rod Wave and all them boys. Like I feel like a lot of people don't give him credit. He can hop on a love song. He can make a love song and or end the trap like rap song. Like Sean, what do you feel about that? Definitely, I feel like early in his career we got a lot of like drill dirt, like rapping dirt. That's what he started off with, drill. You know what I'm saying? But like. He's kind of just ventured into like he still got all he still got his roots, but I don't know. I feel like he just tapped in musically different now. Like he just he found his sound in a in a in this era. Like different. Cause at the end of the day, like if you've been in the game for over five years, you have to be able to adapt your sound like somehow, some way. That's just how it is in the music game. And I feel like Dirt, like he don't get enough credit for that. Like he's been able to get from where he was coming from. To where he is now, like we're being completely honest, like Dirt wasn't a A-list celebrity probably five years ago, not A-list. You know what I mean? But I feel like now he's just he's just at a different tier. Like he he's he's so big now that the whole Quando Rondo, Lil Tim situation and all that that little, all that they got going on, yeah. all that is so like blown up because. Of Lil Dirk. Like, you think about it, Lil Dirk is the biggest name connected to that. You know what I'm saying? But you know, he, there's another thing I got uh, Dirk credit for, too. I know we like get off of the album, but like, he's always been the type to like stay quiet during situations like that. But people know that Dirk is really like what he say he's about. Like, <laughs> he's not going to sugarcoat nothing. Like, he might not speak on a whole lot, but I feel like he relies on his actions to do more of his talking. And he's actually like, you know, trolling and stuff like that. And I feel like a lot of celebrities now just like go back and forth on social media, like, do all that, like, Twitter finger shit. I've never seen Dirk in any, any arguments and no comments and nothing like that. Right, he in the DMs, he said, pull up, pussy. Yeah, facts. <laughs> Bruh, I, I don't know. I just feel like he cut from that cloth. That's just, that's just what it is. It's a lot of people that portray like they cut from that cloth, but they really not. And I feel like Dirk is the one that's not portraying. He ain't acting. He ain't right. playing. It's, that's just what it is. I think one of the serious things, like, Dirk is super serious about everything he's about. Like, and I didn't know that he was actually, like, rivals with 6ix9ine. Like, <laughs> That's the that's the terminology that they're using, and like that just goes to show his design. rivals, rivals. <laughs> but you know that when six nine was pulling up the we get off topic real, but when six nine was pulling up the O block and he was I don't know, bro. Like they they, you know they really made that giant internet. You see six yeah. nine? They said six nine team reached out to him. 
Yeah, talking about all the like three million to continue the internet beef. Yeah, that shit was crazy to me. But he said he uh, he said he can't turn his back on the streets or something like that. He said I can't fold for the streets or something. Jeez. Overall, like Sean said, we getting off topic. But overall, this project was a good listen from beginning to end. I feel like I feel like it would have been good even without deluxe. I know I was talking to some people about the album. If you were asking me my opinion about it, it was asking me on you know, how I feel about the looks being added on. A lot of people didn't like the looks, but with the looks, we got Kanye crazy, we got the intro, we got some of my other sentimental songs and whatnot. So, like Sean said, like, I feel like you know, I feel like it was already premeditated it was going to be the looks, but I feel like he just had to get the album out first. But if I was like to give it my rating, like starting off, I would probably give it like eight out of ten, like eight, eight and a half, probably leaning more towards the eight and a half range. That's fair. Um, I probably would give it an eight. Uh, I'm in the eight, eight and a half range too. Um, I feel like, I feel like what this album did is important because it kind of solidified him. I feel like the project before that was really a lot more quality music for me, mm-hmm. but this album, the time and I think just the way everything aligned, you know, unfortunately how it was, but I think that's what makes this album more significant, um, than the actual quality of work, but I don't know, eight out of 10, eight and a half. So you feel like. Because we were talking about this earlier, too. Me, go and, go and give you a side note. Me and Eric was talking a lot about this album before <laughs> we actually recorded. So when I say, like, me and Eric was talking earlier, like, I'm not trying to be funny or, like, try to, like, you know, feel a word. Like, we was really talking about this beforehand. But Eric, I want you to hear this too, Sean, because I don't, you know how, I'm, I, I know how you're going to get this kind of response. Eric was Bro, saying no, no, that. No, let's, I'm, I was just, it's a, just a question. Just a question. <laughs> I, not my state. It's not where I stand. You better say what you said earlier, because I'm going to tell you if you're lying or not. <laughs> no, you can say it. I just want that to be prefaced. Go ahead. Okay. Eric, Eric said <laughs> that, do I, he asked me, he said, do you think the King Von passing elevated Lil Dirt's career? Is that what you're not asking? Well, air quotes were around elevating, but. Elevated? <laughs> That's what Eric said. He said elevated. I said, Eric, I don't, yeah, I don't know about that one, gang. Uh... No, I'm talking about. I was referring to his uh, status. I feel like more people might have found out about him how, because of the important situation. I, well, that was really my question I was proposing. But, but I feel like the only reason people know about Vaughn is because of Dirt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. I don't make it elevated him. I, I don't know. You know, people are always picking on Dirt. And, like, it's always stuff in the comments, like, oh, everybody that's around Dirt die. But, I mean. What? You know people be saying that. Like, like, everybody be around him be dying or something. Like but. I, I I wouldn't say that it elevated. I mean, I just feel like, of course, more more eyes got on it. Of course, that's why I was saying that's, that's why I told Eric, bro. More eyes was on it, but I don't think it elevated him. I don't think it elevated a little dirt like in the music industry. I don't think that at all. I think it just probably put more eyes on. Cause at the end of the day, the streets, the streets, the streets gonna know about the streets regardless. But with all this, when you become a rapper and you really about that life. That means the streets is gonna start getting street stuff is gonna be getting on the internet, and that's just now you got people that don't know nothing about the streets making comments about it, talking about it. I just think that's what it is. More eyes on it, probably from people that's not from that. That might be what it is, but that makes sense. But I feel like um, I guess mine's really coming from a discography point of view. Like I feel like this sound. I feel like. You would like for those that only pay attention because they're in those internet circles. I don't think they would have really gave this much attention if the situation didn't happen. So I think I'm that was more so a question for that subsect of people, you know, like a DJ academics or something like people like that. Corny, basically. But um, 
you know, this song I'm playing right now, Kanye Crazy, like, this is this is the evolution of Dirk in itself. Like, from him be able to, like you said, he came in doing drill first, right, right. and now he's able to do something melodic and R&B. Mm-hmm. Bro, like, he could really be a good future on a love song. So. Bro, and he, Drake really be saying stuff. I don't know if people be listening to what Drake is, um, what Dirk is talking about, but he really be, he really be talking. Definitely. Right. Dirk be talking, but he really has something to say. It's not like he's just saying, like, like, he's just saying anything. He really, he really has something to say. You just gotta listen. Bruh. He said in, um, I don't want to go off of lyrics too much. You know, I can go off of lyrics all day. But in one song, bro, he said, I speak my pain off the top. He said, that's why I quit writing. So, like, and I kind of go into the point I was making earlier that, bro, just almost, uh, some people classify it as a depressing album. I might even call it a depressing album because he talks about, like, a wide, like, variety of things. Like, I think he mentioned, like, five people that passed away in this album, like, in total, like, Vaughn. Uh, his friend named Iris, Pluto, uh, Nooski. You know, Nooski was like, you know, one of his homeboys or whatnot. And even his uncle, like, passed away. And he talks about all that, talks about drug addiction, talks about, you know, um, the streets. So I feel like a lot of people call it a cry for help. I don't know about calling it a cry for help because I feel like Dirk will be straight. Like, I don't think this is him saying, I don't think it's not, not no Soul Fly compared. Cause I think people try to compare the Soul Fly by Raw Wave saying that was like a pre depressing album. But I think this is more like giving, like, I feel like he's just talking his shit while also, like, telling you about his past. But at the end of the day, like, nobody's worried about Dirk. Like, everybody know Dirk gonna be straight. But I think he's just, like, bringing light to, like, you know, where he's come from and just reiterating, like, who he is. Right. It's, this is reminding me of, um, and I'll, I'll tie it in a second, but, you know, Dirk and Vaughn, they obviously from the same cloth. I remember, Sean, I think, I can't remember what podcast uh, video we were watching on YouTube. Uh, Dirk was interviewing. It might have been, it was something about Million Dollar Game, I think. But um, basically, Vaughn was, you know, Vaughn lost a lot of people in his life, too. And he's just like, you mm-hmm. know, I take that shit on the chin. I just keep moving. Um, you know, he just basically saying I'm a soldier. You know, like this is from some street shit that normal people wouldn't understand. Right. So I feel like people don't understand, like, Vaughn, Dirk's cut the same way Vaughn is, too. Like, Vaughn mm-hmm. gave off that vibe, like, he, he going to be all right at all times. I know Dirk might have been more to put in the music. Right. But, you know, I just feel like people don't really understand that he can say how he feels and then just keep pushing the same way. Bro. So I wouldn't call it a cry for help either. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he got personal, like, on some future shit. Honestly, bro. Hey, Eric, you never you never gave me, like, the, the, the rating for the playlist, bro. Like, what you rated? And I'll make it easy for you. You can rate it between one to five. What you, what you, how you feel about it? God bless you, because ten is too many options. But, um, <laughs> man, it's just so many bangers on there. Well, they don't know it's volume one for a reason. You know what I'm saying? We wanted to make it perfect. We would have did that. But we really just wanted to put y'all on to some different sounds. But I'd really give it a, uh, I'd give it a four out of, 4.5 out of 5. That's not bad. That's solid. We got That's so much in the tank. Wait, 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 wait. Before you all got going dive into what you got left in the tank, we have to pay the bills. Y'all boys are always forgetting to pay these bills. Man, I really trying to figure out y'all boys heart in it for real. Like, make this money. <laughs> you don't want to have no fun, bro? Bro, I mean, bro, we have. I mean, the money come first. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Bro, Definitely. This episode is sponsored and brought to you by a longtime business partner, my good brother, with Quentin Brunson and his business, Zaza and Runts. This coming Monday is this coming Monday. Well, I think it's April twelfth. Fact check. Fact check. I want to give y'all wrong information. You know, I don't do that. You know, I ain't about to lie. Real time results. Definitely. April twelfth is Monday. April twelfth is Monday. Zaza and Runts is having a dollar day. Now you might be asking. What exactly is a dollar day? Tell us. A dollar day. He's doing this out of his appreciation. Don't think he has to do this now because <laughs> y'all be getting a love. But out of his appreciation, he's opened up the whole store, like his whole Instagram, which is underscore Zaza and Runts underscore. He's opened up the whole store for, you know, 
one dollar bidding the whole day. What this means is you can get over 50 plus items on his on his Instagram for vintage streetwear clothing to accessories and everything's going to be on bid for 24 hours starting on April 12th, Monday. But it's not free. It's not free. You have to do these three things because a lot of y'all think that just because I see it means I'm eligible. That's not what it means to be eligible for this. You have to be following the Zaza and Runs page, which is underscore Zaza and Runs underscore. Uh, you have to repost a flyer in your store. You know, don't make it private to your private friends because that don't count. Like your close friends does not we count. You can't see that. <laughs> post it on your public story and comment Zaza on the post. Z A Z A for y'all that don't know how to spell Zaza. So do those three things, and you might be locked in. You might be lucky to get some, uh, get some, you know, get some free, not free, but like some one dollar, which is basically free, some one dollar vintage clothing. And y'all better get it before I get it, because my stimmy just dropped. I'm about to say, y'all really don't have to participate, because I might buy She's not the stimmy. <laughs> but again, 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 this episode is sponsored by Zaza Runs. Go get the L $1 day bid on Monday, April 12th, and y'all stay safe out there. Peace. But Sean, I don't think you ever um told us, bro, like, you ever got it. So I know it was getting kind of off topic again. What would you rate the album? Like, what's your rate on the album? How you feel about it? Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, I got to give it a nine, to be honest. I felt felt like this album was very anticipated by a lot of people, and I felt like Dirk lived up to that. It wasn't like nothing crazy or nothing insane, but I feel like he really had something to say. And I feel like, especially with the whole Von situation, like that was that even tuned more people in. Like Eric was kind of illuminating that earlier. Like I don't, I felt like he had something to say, and I felt like he delivered it. Up. You know what I mean? I so I can't. I feel like I really can't give it like anything below a nine. Like, only reason I didn't give it a 10 is because I feel like it didn't, I feel like it was missing probably one banger, like one more song that was like, all right, yeah, for sure. But songs we named, of course, this album was full of that. But this album probably wasn't meant for just like a whole bunch of hits. So we got to kind of like take it for what it is and for with all the situation that's surrounding it. Like, we kind of just got to take it what it is and you know what I'm saying? I feel like this is going to be one of them albums that we look on at later and be like, dang, that was a, a great body of work. To be honest, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I wanted to give it a nine, but like you said, I feel like the fact that it was like missing like that banger kind of like made me steer towards like the eight, like eight and a half range. But I mean, like you said, like I don't think this album was meant to have bangers on it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you vibe with it, you vibe with it. But I feel like the intent of this album, like I said, in the name of the title and like the cover art of it, like I feel like. The Dirk, I feel like Dirk was speaking to like the real, like he was really like, you know, this was something that he wanted to do. I don't think it was nothing like, you know, top of the charts or right. do anything that he wanted, like, you know, get more publicity for. I feel like he did this for him. And like I was saying earlier, like this song could be like interpreted as, as depressing, but I think that he was just like, you know, talking to shit, like, you know, telling people like what he's been through, what he's going through, like how far he's come. So I think in the grand scheme of things that like, I can see why people give it a nine. But I feel like Dirk has so much more. I feel like he can give us, I feel like he can give us like an album full of bangers, and I feel like he can give us an album like with some sentimental stuff. But I feel like you know he did it just for more for more the sentimental value this time around. But I only give it eight because I feel like he can get to that nine, even ten range eventually if he just keeps going. Yeah, I definitely feel like more to come is. I definitely feel like he just sharpening the tools, especially like we were talking about. You finding this new sound, and it's working, bro. Like, like it's hard. So you know what I'm saying, like. Maybe he gonna tap into. He might get to a point where he the next king of Chicago for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? 
I just want to kind of comment on, I was watching a little dirt interview with uh, Montreality, uh, where he was talking about, you know, about his old lady, about, you know, just random stuff. And he really gives a lot of respect to Juice World. I know he was talking about, like, um, rappers out of Chicago and, like, Juice World was mentioned. So when he uh, mentioned Juice World, he said, but Juice World, like, could have been, like, the next, like, Kanye West. Like, he it was almost like he was giving Juice World, like, the credit that a lot of people give, you know, Lil Dirt in a sense where, like, he had, like, a lot of mad respect for, like, you know, Juice World. And he said, like, Juice World was smart. Like, he was, like, when he would go into the studio with Juice World, he said that Juice World make him want to rap better. Like, he'd be like, dang, like, I got to get my shit up because this nigga coming. But I think that just goes back to my point I was saying earlier. Like, I feel like everybody, like, fucks with, like, Lil Dirt, Not for the fact that, you know, he's famous or whatever. I feel like they fuck with him for the fact that he's just a real nigga. So, I feel like he's always going to have, like, you know, the street, the credit from, like, the industry and from the streets at the same time. That's why I feel like, you know, he'll last longer in the game than, like, anybody else. Or anybody that I know of right now. Out of Chicago? Or just in general? I feel like out of Chicago. That's why I feel like he's the second best. Like, okay. Well, Kanye not really from the hood, but, you know, Kanye's like, he's done, like, different things other than rap. So, like, you know, that's why he's the best out of Chicago. But as far as, like, being, like, the best artist behind Kanye, like, I have to give it a little dirt for those reasons I just mentioned. I can't argue that. Well, I mean, no, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, though. that's solid. But Chicago got some, like I said, Chicago got some talented people, bro. Cole no. Bennett, he from a, he he in Chicago area, so like they be tapped in for real. I just want to ask y'all boys uh one more question. We about to wrap up this episode in a few. I think Lil Dirt mentioned before he dropped the album that this is gonna be the last album that he drops. So he's gonna like mention you know uh, dead people, you know like Vaughn, like uh, Tuka, like you know like other people that's you know mentioned throughout the album. I was going to ask y'all boys, how y'all feel about rappers name dropping like dead people that either that they pass away or that, you know, they have some kind of hand in them, you know, leaving, you know, the earth. How I feel about like, you know, rappers name dropping like dead people. Well, I, I think he always was going, I think he always going to still drop Vaughn name. I think he was really primarily like talking about like what you, what you said earlier, uh, the Tuka or anybody else. But, uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we got to realize that Dirt, and like Vaughn, they really, they really was tied in, like for real, for real, like not no, no joking out like that. But that's just how them, that's just how them Chicago niggas is, bro. Like, but at the end of the day, I think that they start to see, like, I mean, you reap what you, you reap what you sow in this game, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it ain't gonna be so much of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta just, you got, I don't know, you just gotta know who you are and like with, with yourself, because like. Once you once you get a body, you can't take that back, bro. Like, that's not nothing. To, you know what I'm saying? It's not like a video game. So like, I don't know. I they got real beef, like for real. Like, it's not like no, like that's just like no petty argument. So I feel like it's different with them, and I feel like they in the rap industry, like they in the rap game. So like, even though like FBG ducking all the boys, the boys in the rap game too. But I just feel like Lil Dirt and Vine was at two completely different levels than. What Duck and them boys, them FBG boys was on, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? So when he, so when they name drop people like him, like how do you feel about it? Like just what I was getting at, like it turns other people like we got little white kids talking about, yeah, fuck too good. Like they don't even know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just, it's just what it is. So like I don't know, it's just like it's a touchy, it's a touchy subject, it's a touchy mm-hmm. situation. But like I said, Bond and Dirk was really tied. It really was. Right, they weren't just saying this to you say. You know what I'm like, saying? They really tied in the in the trenches, and that's how. That's how niggas are. Like they, they best friends. They don't have friends close to them from their hood. Like die behind that beef and shit. Like 
You know what I'm saying? Like that's just that's just what it is. So like to them, they're probably always gonna be like that. You know right. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we who to us to judge them and say y'all shouldn't be doing that. But I feel like they they've been understanding. Like they you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you reap what you sow. Like that's just that's just what it is. But so dropping dead names, I mean, I don't know, bro. Like it's just the luck of the draw. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're not gonna be on that side too many times, homie. Especially if you keep you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's just the reality of it. I definitely feel that. I say um, it's like a discretional basis, but I feel like it's the difference between a tribute and a flex. Like I feel like with Dirk and um Vaughn, you know what I'm saying? Like they talking they talking to people that basically go through the same stuff they go through. So like they know what they're really saying versus how like just how it sounds to the people on the outside. Right. But like using it as a flex, I remember Meek Mill did a line, "My chop will go at you like Kobe" or something like it was. Yeah. It was a reference between the chop and the Kobe, mm-hmm. and basically like. That's like one of those. A lot of people like, fuck with me because of that. It's one of those no-no things, you know what I'm saying? And Meek know better because he already been in the game for long enough. But like on top of that, I just feel like tribute and flex is like you don't want to really be on the flex side of things, you know, if that makes sense. And you know, I'm glad Dirk, you know, he said he's moving on to it. That's that's big for him, big mm-hmm. for his music journey. But um, I feel like only people like Dirk can do stuff like that. Right, right, right. So we all on consensus. I know we talk about a lot of different range of topics. You know, we touch on albums like here and there, but I just feel like Dirk is just not one of those people like you can like solely focus on his music. I feel like you know he have to look at his lifestyle, and I feel like his lifestyle gives his he gives his music that much more credit because Dirk not gonna flex and say he out here doing something he know he not doing. Like I feel like everything he says and raps about, he is about. And I feel like you know I feel like the reason we got off not off talking, but I feel like the reason that we was talking like around like his lifestyle and the music because like. I feel like you can't separate the two. They um, match. Yeah, they right, match. They go together. They're in sync. And I feel like that's how it should be. Like, anybody that raps about something that they're not going through, they, that's corny. Like, right. <laughs> you know be I mean? for real. Like, be, be honest. That's all That's all people want. People going to respect you being truthful, you being honest. They're not going to respect somebody that's phony, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we got to get past, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, entertainers killing each other. Like, we got to get past that, bro. Like, at the end of the day, we got to. Get to the money, you know what I'm saying? Like that's at the end of the day, we all on the same team. It may not look like it, but all from the same neighborhood, low key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all from the same neighborhood, and that's why we give y'all this content right here because we love y'all because y'all in our neighborhood. Okay. I love full circle moments. <laughs> it really makes you like. <laughs> y'all been getting the benedictions now. Yeah, <laughs> we already come on now. We close. <laughs> Another broken records down. Um, if y'all haven't listened to it, go and listen to that. Um, Little Dirk, the voice we've been playing in the background this whole time. So don't say you ain't been you ain't been listening to it. You know any of the songs that we've been playing. So um, it's still trap playing right now. So if you like this song, go and spend the whole album. Go and spend the playlist to um, South Carolina Volume One playlist out on Spotify and Apple Music as well. It's in way they bio. It's in almost all our profiles. So like, don't say you don't know where it's at because you know everybody done listened to it. Everybody done downloaded it so far. So, tap in. Tap in. Definitely. But I'm Mr. Boy Marquise Q signing out. All right, man. Like you said, y'all boys tap into the playlist. Hey, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. I say that every time because I still see some of y'all ain't subscribed yet. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Do that. We got some big things coming. But other than that, y'all boys holding the rope. It's your boy EZ, and we're going to catch you on the next record. Peace.